This show has been brought to you by MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com, home to the Grand Strand's best golf packages, accommodations, tee times, and more. Follow us on our social handles at Myrtle Beach Golf Trips and subscribe to our iTunes so you don't miss an episode. You're listening to Gimme Golf Radio, and this is episode number two. I'm Meredith Kirk, your host, hanging out in the golf capital of the world, sunny and beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Today's episode is a fun and informative topic because we will be discussing the best courses, or better yet, the must-plays of Myrtle Beach golf. Lots to talk about on today's show, and with that being said, it's time to bring on our special guest. So joining me today is Nate DeWitt. Marketing Manager of Founders Golf and former head golf professional. Yeah. Hi, Meredith. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for being on the show. And we also have Justin Binky, Director of Marketing at Founders National Golf and also a PGA professional. And Chris King, our longtime local golf writer. Guys, thanks for joining me on the show today. Thanks for having me, Meredith. And you have us back. I know. Wow. You guys are so much fun. When you came back on the show, I'm like, oh, we're going to have another This great will be time. the last time, though, right? <laughs> we'll see. We're going to see how this one goes. If not, I'm kicking you off. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think we're certainly all looking forward to it. I mean, it, it seems like just minutes ago that we did the first one. I mean, the week yeah. has flown by, so yeah. we're certainly looking forward to today. I it's, know. That was a lot of fun last week. Uh, it's Friday, right? That's what <laughs> it's, well, it's actually Fri-yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so let's talk about um, some of the must-play courses. I mean, we have so many courses to choose from here on along the Grand Strand. I mean, we're talking over 80 courses here, so this is going to be really tough. So, Justin, I'm going to start with you. Pressure is on. Give us your must-plays. Absolutely. Uh, that is a great question. Must-plays in Myrtle Beach. You know, that I, cannot, I, I got a few of them, so there's a couple that I would like to mention, but I think – my favorite of all time is Pauly's Plantation. I, I say it all the time. It's, I knew you were going to say uh, that. It's, that's <laughs> it. It's signature Jack Nicholas design. I mean, the course is in great shape. Down there in Low Country uh, uh, in Pauly's Island, um, you know, minutes from Myrtle Beach. Um, the golf course itself is challenging. I mean, mm-hmm. let's not face it. It's not for the average golfer. Be out there. I mean, everyone plays it, it all handicaps, but I do think just to lay out the design, being out there in the marsh in the back nine, you just can't beat it. Oh, it's, it's just, gorgeous. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, you go out there and you, you leave that 18th hole and you're just like, wow, that was that was, that was was fun. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a total golf experience down there. You get the ocean and the marsh. It's and amazing. I, and I've got to ask, I mean, for those listening at home that are not familiar with the course, uh, you know, the iconic challenge at Pauly's Plantation is the 13th hole. It's a, it's a really short par three that plays to a peninsula green. I mean, from the white tees, it typically plays less than 100 yards. Now, I know a player like you, Justin. I mean, yeah, you're, you're what, probably blue tees. You may <laughs> be back there at 170 hitting that little green. I'm hitting my sandwich out there for sure. <laughs> I mean, half, just a little chip shot. That's all it is. I would have never expected <laughs> anything peasy. less. But what's, uh, what's the best score you've had on that hole? And what's the worst? You know, I've hit many golf balls in that um, in the water there for sure. Yeah, thank uh, you for that. I needed those Pro V ones. Pro V ones, yeah, they're out there. <laughs> uh, you know, they're, they're at thirteen, you really have to watch the wind. I mean, because it can really make a big difference. That green is very small, even though you're hitting 100, 130 yard shot. That's not a big green, and you can fly it over. You can go left. I mean, it's so. Uh, I think I made birdie there one time. And it was a good putt. I got lucky. You know, <laughs> but I mean, if you walk away from the par there, you're happy. 
No, without question. I mean, you had mentioned the wind. I mean, you know, I think the other thing to keep in mind there, too, is that, I mean, that green is completely exposed. Mm-hmm. I mean, exposed. A, a peninsula green is not in and of itself that unusual. But, I mean, you are, what, I mean, you're probably two miles from the water there. And, I mean, you don't yeah, see yeah. anything but the houses that are located about 50 yards from, yeah. from the mm-hmm. Atlantic there. So, I mean, if the wind's blowing, you're going to get all of it. What a, yep. what a great setting that is, too. I mean, not only that hole, 13, but you start playing 14. Oh. Um, actually even the approach hole 12 as mm-hmm. you come up to 12 it's like wow what am i what am i going into here so um i thought it was really cool and meredith you were there and justin chris i know mm-hmm. you guys were there as well but nicholas how many courses has nicholas designed i mean we're, i mean Over, i can't gosh. i wasn't prepared to, to say this oh but, a ton so he was here he was here last october and i remember when he walked in he didn't really remember before he went on to the golf course he didn't really remember the golf course but as soon as he drove out to 18 he goes oh because i remember this now right. so yeah because i'm sure it was unlike any other piece of property that he actually designed a golf course on so yeah um, because the the holes are really woven through the marsh on a on a section of that course that's yeah. so beautiful well, it had to be a tough design too because you had limited limited property which to build out there too and mm-hmm. i'm sure you know wetlands preserves and that kind of thing but he really did a good job with that i think with what he had mm-hmm. especially when you get to 13 then you get back up to 17 where you're sharing that same cart path that area so um, he, he kept the way to lay the land and have that marsh really intact the beauty yeah. of it oh, is still yeah. there so yeah. he, he's preserved all of that in his design yeah. and he actually showcases that because you go out there in that on that marsh and that dike and you're just like wow this is which is amazing. It's like, it's breathtaking. It's like you're um, coming out of the pages of Southern Living. You you truly get that classic low country feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like there is this pause when you're out there, you know, getting out in those marsh holes. It's like, wow. And the sunrise and the just, sunsets out there. Oh, oh and I know gosh. you're loving it's that, like, Nate. Wow. Yeah. you get out there, it's yeah. like... Nate's the only one that's yeah. been out there early enough <laughs> Nate, to see it. But. Yeah, Nate gets out there for the sunrises. We'll take the sunsets. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure as you play 17, there's some sunsets out there that are pretty spectacular oh, yeah. too. So yeah. 17 is not an easy par three either. Yeah. I mean, that's playing 150 yards, yeah. 160 from the white tees, straight shot, back towards the clubhouse. Um, and we've talked about this before. It's about, like a kidney yeah. green. Yeah. 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 <laughs> about about 13. I mean, it's a contra. I would say it's a controversial hole because it is short from the white tees, mm-hmm. and you're better off actually playing that further back at right. 150 yards, an easier shot. But either really like that hole or you really dislike that hole mm-hmm. and unfortunately sometimes it overshadows the entire golf course that just is spectacular golf holes right. it's like they remember 13 either you like it or you didn't like it sure you, well yeah. that's absolutely right and it's, yeah. maybe it's another topic for another time but you're right i mean on any list of the areas most kind of controversial or controversial or talked about holes that one's near the top of the list mm-hmm. but i always say the, the the thing about that hole is is even if you think you don't like it you want to play it again yeah, right. yeah, especially I'm, if you're hitting the water, it's like, all right, I want to crack at this. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's called the shortest par five. Right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> and that's yeah. a pretty good way yeah, to put yeah, it, too. Yeah. I've made par there several times when you look at it from that perspective. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're either on the green or you're not, pretty much. I mean, you've that's got it. that place. You can't even bail out to the right. I mean, it connects with uh, 14. 14 green, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, there's not much yeah, room yeah. to miss yeah. there. Oh, so you know, I have inadvertently bailed out to the right before yeah. there and been safe. It, it was an unimaginably <laughs> bad shot that was out. rewarded. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. yeah um, well, uh, Polly's Plantation, that definitely is a good pick. And that clubhouse, yeah. coming in to number 18, I mean, it has one of the prettiest clubhouses on the southern end. A lot of people get married down there. It's so pretty. 
it's just gorgeous. It's yes, nice. yeah. it's a great finishing hole. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, I've got to chime in and ask one question. We've told Justin why he likes his favorite course. Mm-hmm. I want to hear him talk about the front nine of that layout too, which is which is really <laughs> it's uh, yeah. That's where I that's where I do really good at is the front nine. I, I, you know, I'll shoot a good score in the back nine. I'll blow it up. But uh, yeah, the front nine, number nine. I mean, let's talk about number nine, right? When you, when you after mm-hmm. you know you got the big tree right in the middle of the fairway, <laughs> the lone tree, the lone tree <laughs> in the fairway, and it's and it's big. You can go over top if you're a good golfer like myself. Sometimes you know you hit the ball, oh right, the modesty. You, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just fly it over. It's a piece of cake. Uh, but it, you, you know it, you really you, you're right by. You, you very small margin of error there if you go left or right of that tree mm-hmm. at number nine. Um, so number nine is always very interesting for me because you can have a good round coming there and you just see this tree right in the middle of the fairway and you're like, well, I can either go over it or get, I can go underneath it and then just get par and get out of yeah. here or the back. Right. Um, or well, you can hit the tree like I've done one time and it goes out of, you know, out of bounds. <laughs> it's safe to say in the golf course you kind of have to hit it. In the right locations off very much so you don't have any room to bail out oh exactly no. yeah so, good no. course management no. down there but definitely a must play mm-hmm. uh nate what would be your must play you know it's 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 tough but i i have to put the dunes club i think mm-hmm. as my must play and there's like okay. i have two or three of them but the dunes clubs i think a, seems to me a little bit different um you've got some elevation change at the dunes club and it was not to argue where they had the senior tour championship before TPC opened up and they moved it there. But I, and I like the ocean setting. Now, what's strange about Myrtle Beach, you think there would be more golf courses on the ocean. I mean, we've got six courses on the intercoastal waterway, but mm-hmm. Dunes Club, you've got number nine where you hit up to, um, you got the par three that you <coughs> hit up. You got a beautiful ninth hole there. And then your 10th, 10th hole, you tee off and you see the ocean as well. So I, I've got to say Dunes Club. Uh, probably number one, and I, I'd put TPC close to that as well. But I just think uh, you got some elevation change. Every hole's different. You've got um, a mix of par fours there, and then what's not to argue about Alligator Alley. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes yeah. to see an alligator, right? So you get to 11, 12, 13, mm-hmm. you know you're going to see gator out there, some wildlife, and it's just uh, just a nice just a nice layout. It really is. I mean, that, you know, that is kind of the, that's the iconic Myrtle Beach golf course, I think. I mean, we had talked in last week's episode a little bit about the history of Pine Lakes and and what it meant to the area. And, you know, the Dunes Club's right there, too. I mean, that's a layout, I think, that it's fair to say that first really kind of brought the national spotlight to Myrtle Beach. I mean, it, it hosted the Golf Writers Association of America event for 50 years, mm-hmm. which which brought just untold amounts of uh, public relations and coverage of yep. the area. But it hosted, I think it was the 62 U.S. Women's Open, the 72 finals of Q School. I think Gary McCord and Ben Crenshaw earned their PGA Tour cards there. That's six, very cool. Yeah, right. six senior tour championships, mm-hmm. you know, Alligator Alley. And, I mean, the, the course is, is in always in spectacular condition. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. I just tell people, it's a semi-private facility in, in you know, I, I don't think I'm um, saying anything that anyone would argue with to say they really like to emphasize the private part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? But part of that is the conditioning of it's in just wonderful shape. Pace of play is good. It's a it's a great round of golf. You get that private feel too as you drive in. You kind of know you've reached a, a private. It's like oh, you know, yeah. you stumbled upon it by accident. It's like mm-hmm. ah, do you have a tea time? So it's one of those few <laughs> golf courses. <laughs> Who are it's you? Like, and do you have a tea you time? Here? Yeah. Um, so, and, and, you know, you can, whether you agree with the rankings, you know, Golf Digest, Golf, whatever, it's always one, two in Myrtle Beach. So it's, it's, oh, 
it's Every always year. there. So, yeah. you know, South Carolina rank uh, ratings panel is just out and top, obviously the top. Yeah. So made it again. Hey, look, I mean, to me, it's in the same conversation with Harbortown and Kiowa, too. No, it, I, it doesn't yeah, host a tour event that. every year. It, you know, it hasn't hosted a Ryder Cup or a major championship, but but that's the type of golf. Yeah. It, it's that type of golf course could. to me. I mean, if you yeah. were to bring bring an event to Myrtle Beach back, you could you could use Dunes Club TPC. Yeah. No oh, absolutely. absolutely. Those would be the two courses it would be contested. Yeah, at. and speaking of Harbortown, I mean, TPC uh, – just something just came out about TPC being up in the category of Harbor Town recently. So TPC is another must play. Definitely you want to experience that for a lot of reasons. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, that's a Fazio course that's uh, just, you know, again, it's an, it's another great layout. I mean, it, it's hosted the Dustin Johnson World Junior Golf Championship. It's hosted Senior PGA Tour Championship mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, look, I mean, we, there was a, uh, a writer named Graylin Loomis that was just in from uh, Lynx Magazine here this, this spring, and they did a podcast on it. And his uh, co-host, Ian Kritzert, said it was the, it's potentially the best conditioned golf mm-hmm. course he had ever played talking yeah. about the way it looked in the spring of 2019 and i mean you look that's what people can expect there i mean the tpc right. brand is one of the most respected in in golf and there are a lot of expectations that come with it and uh, that course delivers all the time and this yeah. year they're hosting the uh, men's ncaa the championship yep. mm-hmm. yeah. that's pretty cool that's coming up soon yeah so again that that's absolutely uh, it, it, it's on that list for sure. You know, for me, um, TPC would be there. Grand Dunes would be there. You know, we've not even mentioned Caledonia yet. I know. Um, you know what, though? I might take Tidewater. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, to me, along with Pauly's Plantation and River's Edge, you know, you, we can put those courses in a hat and decide which one you think offers more natural beauty. But um, that one's near the top of the list for sure. I mean, 3 and 12, those par 3s that are kind oh, of parallel gorgeous. to each other. Yeah. Uh, four is a wonderful par four there. So, you know what? I, I that would probably be the one I would take today. You ask me tomorrow, it'll be something so, different. Depends on what you shoot there, like we've talked about, right? Well, now look, I can separate Chris, those yeah. two things. I know my score is not yeah, going to yeah. be good. <laughs> Weren't yeah. you under par there one one year? Didn't you mention that you were under par for eighteen holes at uh, was it Tidewater? I think so. Well, if you stopped counting around 11, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Look, I think instead of y'all making fun of me, you need to fix my games. <laughs> we could do, we that. Can do that. Yeah. Well, you know, TPC, I, I mean, I love TPC. It's a challenge for me, though. It's a longer course for me. And hey, so they don't I, give away par, though. Yeah, no, no. no You've got you, forced you know. carries there, even for the, for the ladies. A lot of yeah. golf courses down here, you play the forward tees, you kind of will eliminate some of those forced mm-hmm. carries, but... TPC doesn't do that, really. Yeah, it really does challenge your game, but it's such a great – I mean, that the course is always in great shape. And the new uh, Billy Bunker systems they put in last year, awesome. Those things are great. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know, the greens at TPC, too, they're always – they're slick. Oh, they're like fast. glass. They're fast and they're slick and they're very subtle. Uh-huh. I, in my opinion, those some of those greens, like, like number – when it's the par three seventeen, it depends where the pin is. You really got to make sure you're hitting the ball in the right spot of the green. Mm-hmm. You know, on some of those holes, or else you're gonna have a one heck of a tough putt. Yeah, if this, if the yeah. person cutting the cups is having a bad day, can can, re- <laughs> can wreak havoc on your game there for sure. Oh, absolutely. You so. you had mentioned seventeen. I mean, the closing stretch there, TPC is. Again, it's it's among the best in the area. I mean, mm-hmm. seventeen is a great hole. Oh, it's a you great know, par again, seventeen pl- par three. Mm-hmm. You know, um, eighteen's a par 18, five. Straight back in front of the clubhouse there. Uh, that's uh, par five. I mean, that's you know, have we seen there in the DJ? Uh, 
you know, the last couple of groups from the, the juniors, the, the Eagle 18, you know. Unbelievable. Was it, was it one year the Eagle to, to win? Yeah, the kid uh, Michael the, Brennan in 2018, Brennan. he's a Wake Forest commit. He Eagled 18 to uh, defeat uh, Akshay Batia, right. who's number one amateur in the world mm-hmm. and the guy talking about turning pro. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's a it's an incredibly dramatic finish to a round. It is, and, they, and, you know, they've created that clubhouse to – host a really nice gallery the way it's set up right. you know it's a beautiful clubhouse you know and it's just a you can sit on the deck have a drink after your round and and watch the groups coming in and uh it's it's a great view too great sunsets nate you got to go out there and get some videos yeah it's yeah. close to home so i can do that too <laughs> yeah. but you're right it's always in good shape um you know they do overseed wall to wall in the in the um winter months so you're gonna see green when you go out there so mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool pretty cool place i also really like uh grand dunes resort club i mean that is a great course i love the the vibe when you get when you pull up there it kind of gives you that mediterranean vibe with the clubhouse there those greens are always in great shape that facility is one of my favorite facilities mm-hmm. to go practice at i love the driving range there um we also uh del Catola is out there an instructor and he does club fitting he does a great job at the um, grand dunes golf performance center he's fantastic but the layout of that course it's beautiful, and you get those intracoastal waterway, waterway holes. Yeah. Course number 14 is my favorite. I mean, that you just have to bring a camera for. It's it's like you're on these elevated uh, bluffs overlooking the water, and many times you'll see sailboats going by. It's like, really? This is too good to be true. I mean, Sometimes make me wonder makes me wonder what I'm doing when I see those <laughs> boats go by. <laughs> yeah, but that is a, a beautiful course up there. And then you also have the marina, too, for accommodations. You know, that's a, it's a great, it's almost like it's a, it's a great place to stay as well and, and start a golf trip there, too. That's We've got good location there. Yeah. You've got, yeah. uh, like you said, Marina Inn. Um, you could actually just come here and not even rent a car. You could do Uber. You could Uber to Broadway at the beach, and you got all those places there. So, yeah, you're right. And you got you got Myrtlewood there. I mean, so you've got courses right Pine around Lakes there. Pine Lakes is right Pine there, Lakes. too. Yeah. Even the so, Dunes Club. So Yeah, it, the yeah. Dunes is right across the street from that. So, yeah, yeah. it's a um, good location and nice setting, too, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have uh, Polly's Plantation. We've got the Dunes. We've And you mentioned a few, Chris, Tidewater. It's hard for me it's to hard. follow instructions, Meredith, and only give, <laughs> list one course. But I know. TPC I said just is, one again. must play. You're giving me a ton. But there's so many, though. I mean, look how many courses we have here on the Grand Strand. You, you know, it's I mean, funny. It's though, going to be at least a dozen. People come about. down, and we can say, you know, these are must plays, and they definitely are. But people, it's funny, people on vacation, they discover must plays. They may not be always at the top of the list on the rankings, mm-hmm. but they discover something like a Wilbrook or a River Club. And it's like, wow, I'm going to keep this one on the list every year. So Absolutely. I'm different than people. I would want to play different golf courses every year I come down. But I'd probably leave one or two on the list and say, hey, you know, that one that I had a good round on, I'm going to play there again. Absolutely. But uh, it's amazing people discover their own must plays when they come down as well. Yeah, so, and I mean, again, you know, two we haven't mentioned down there on the south end or talked about much are Caledonia and True Blue. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, got to talk mean, about them a little bit. And that's a 36-hole day there. Mm-hmm. It, it really you know. is. And, you know, it's funny because there's, to me – they're both designed by the same guy and Mike Strands, Caldonia being his his first solo design. But, I mean, those two courses couldn't be any more different. I mean, if, uh, if you weren't yeah, told ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. They're just – and that's part of the charm, too, if you do that as a 36-hole day. I mean, mm-hmm. the experience is completely different. I mean, you know, if you poll traveling golfers, Caldonia is probably the most popular course down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's funny because I think locally, 
I, you know what? I think if there's a vote on that, I think there's many people here would tell you they that they believe true blue to be at least its equal. Yes. I don't know how you yeah. guys yeah. feel. I guess, I mean, I, if you're really confident with sand, there's a lot of holes that have sand <laughs> out there. So. I, I always describe true blue as a big golf course. It seems like it's big. You know what I mean? Very it's wide like open. it's wide, yeah. but it's wide, but it's not. If you miss fairways, you're in waste areas, but it's big. It mm-hmm. almost feels like you can land a bomber on some of those fairways right well i think you could land <laughs> yeah, one yeah. on the first fairway yeah. Yeah. and they did something they they, they were smart there too I played it when it opened way back i'm gonna say this was probably was it mid 90s yeah i think 98 yeah. was when so it they, opened they opened it and we played it and it was really really tough i mean it was almost to the point where there were some greens that you'd look at the greens and you'd say there's only a couple pin placements on these greens so they came back in i think it was a year and softened it which was very good, which was a smart way to do it. Well, yeah, and I, I think at that time that course was probably more closely resembled some of Strance's other designs, oh, you know, a Tobacco Road, mm-hmm. a Royal mm-hmm. New Kent. And, uh, I mean, look, I mean, he is revered within golf course architecture circles, but, I, you know, I mean, I don't think it's a big secret to anybody. I mean, like, his stuff is pretty extreme. And, you know, I look, I mean, you talk about the softening of True Blue. I mean, even 19 years later, I think the perception of those first couple years and the course's difficulty still to some degree stick with it. Because, I, I mean, look, again, it's not easy, but that course isn't overwhelmingly difficult, I don't think. No, I, I just remember when it opened, you were hitting to some greens that were kind of sloped away. I remember one par three in particular. But when you look at the green, it's like there's only one spot to put this pin. And if you put it somewhere where it shouldn't be, it's a long day. It was a long day. They did a great job. They came back in and made some of those changes. So See, sounds think, like the kind of course Justin has to yeah, play to yeah, be challenged. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a challenge yeah. most of the time. But even though I'm not going to play particularly well, I just yeah. like the challenge. And True Blue is one of them. I mean, that's I played there last year, and you you can have a bad day there, and you, it's going to be. But you but score, for but sure. you're right. Totally different than Caledonia. Yeah, Caledonia is completely it's, different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different ball game, you know. Um, Caledonia is just aesthetically so perfect. Everything's yeah, perfect there. It is, and even yeah. when you drive in, I mean, that's another course that you just you drive into Caledonia and you're like, wow, it's that low country feel. It's yeah. that would so that beautiful. would be safe to say that's the probably the nicest entrance way in golf down here. Oh, oh, yeah, without yes. question. Yeah. I mean, no, Heritage like, is close to it, but mm-hmm. Caledonia. The housing at Heritage yeah. kind of kind of yeah. knocks that off. I mean, look, I mean, almost everything down here is debatable, depending upon yeah. your perspective, but yeah. I don't think that saying that that's the best entrance here oh, is gorgeous. debatable. I mean, look, I've, I've not had the good fortune to be at Augusta, but I've had people whose opinions I would respect tell me that the entrance to Caledonia is at least the equal of the one into Augusta National. Yeah. Well, the, the difference with Augusta, you think it's great? And it's short. It's not that long. Or Caledonia, you've got that long entranceway with yeah. with the moss laden oaks and it's it's live oaks. Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh, so many courses to choose from. So we have just given you a few courses um, to check out, and you can go to MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com. Uh, Thanks, guys, for joining me on the show. I appreciate it. So that is it for today's episode of Gimme Golf. Thanks for listening. And again, thanks, Nate, Justin, Chris, uh, for joining me today. Join us again next week. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And give us a rating on this episode. Let us know how we are doing. We want to hear from you. Don't forget, subscribe to iTunes. Remember, if you are looking for the best rates for your next Myrtle Beach golf vacation, look no further. We've got those rates available for you at MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com. So stop by our website and check us out.